everyone. Welcome to It's My Favorite, the podcast about pop culture, life, and our favorite things. My name is Chris Williams. With me today are... Beth Wolfie. And... and oh, uh, sorry. And Matt December. It's okay. It's been oh a while. God. It's rough doing I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, just hearing you say that gave me like a tingle. I'm so happy. It just came back to me. It was like like riding a bike, you know? Uh, So, so yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to It's My Favorite. This is a new thing we're going to be doing here on the newsletter. And um, you should be able to also get this in iTunes and Spotify in a bit too. Um, This is a podcast we're going to do every once in a while to talk about the pop culture things we're enjoying. Um, I wanted to introduce some sort of podcast element to this newsletter. We already do We're Watching Here with Perry, but I wanted something that would also just kind of expand talking about TV and books and movies and and get other people's perspectives. And I remember thinking about this and thinking, man, I really want to get some guests on here, really want to talk about the things they're enjoying, which made me start thinking about a podcast the three of us did uh, eight years ago now is when we started it. And... I started to think, oh, I should get Matt and Beth to come on for an episode or two. That would be fun. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I should just see if Matt and Beth want to do this again, because I had so much fun doing that. And we did that. I mean, there were two iterations. There was It's My Favorite, and then I think it was Wasting Time for a bit. But how long? Like, I don't think we did any in the pandemic. Is Am I correct in that? That's correct. That's kind of um, around the time that everything sort of fizzled when the world fell apart. So I don't think we've been back together yeah it's been a long time yeah yeah i mean this is well no i saw both of you this summer for matt's wedding correct correct and matt i i think i've seen you once or twice since the pandemic started um but yeah i mean we we don't want to infect each other so we're doing this on zoom it's nice um yeah yeah so it's good to be back i i didn't want to do this with anyone else because i just had so much fun doing that show with you guys Um, Oh, Chris is so sweet. (laughs) I'm glad you said yes. Um, I may try and do a few offshoots every few weeks where I I bring in a critic or something and see what they're they're doing. But uh, I I think the main show is just going to be us. And that'll be fun. And yeah, why don't you guys say a few words uh, to introduce yourself? Beth, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Um, My name is Beth Golby. I know Chris through Matt, who I have grown up with. Um, and went to high school and college with. I don't quite have the writing chops that these two have, um, but I do love pop culture and I do love talking and I do love these two guys. So it really, um, you know, lends itself well to the show. I also have, um, I have two boys and uh, yeah, I'm a, just a full-time working mom of two who likes to um you know watch tv occasionally listens to podcasts frequently um and dreams of reading more so that's about it matthew wow, that's pretty good uh okay yeah uh so my name's Matt december i uh uh worked with chris in newspapers for a number of years that's how he and i know each other and um known Beth since high school. And yeah, my background is in uh, communications. I currently work at the television business. And um, not that that gives me any special insight into TV. uh, But uh, anyway, whatever that's worth. And uh, yeah, just married with a couple of dogs and a cat. And um, so I've got a lot more free time, which is odd. I have a lot more free time to consume all this content, but I don't think I actually watch or consume more than 
you guys do. So it's not like I'm because and you're going to find that out as we talk about our topics today. Uh, and uh, but yeah, yeah, I just um, well, I just and a you love guy. pop culture as much as we do. Oh, you find the yes. time. You find the time. Yeah, that's true. I guess I don't love it as much as you guys do. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're watching a ton as long as there's that one thing you like that you can bring to talk about. So. Oh, right. well, that I can do. That I can. Or I just, just of... bring yourself, Matt. Just yourself. Oh, stop mm. it. You. Yeah. I was thinking about um, when we first talked about, you know, putting this podcast together and it was like based on, I love having conversations with my friends and just asking what their favorite, like, what are you watching lately? what are you into and like hearing I love hearing people excitedly talking about something that they love and you know maybe giving you an idea of what to watch next and I feel like that's the whole vibe of the show so I think that sums it up well yeah and basically what it is we're gonna each bring one thing we're loving each month we're gonna talk a little bit about it and then we'll get out of your hair so uh yeah yeah we each brought something this week um who wants to start I'll leave it up to either of you I'll start. I'll start. All right. Yeah, I was going to say Matt start. So this uh, month, and uh, this is a kind of a lame pick because I think everybody's, uh, at least based on the ratings, is uh, is watching this or at least paying attention to it. Uh, and my my favorite is the HBO series The Last of Us, um, which, if you're not familiar, is a post apocalyptic post-apocalyptic drama based on a 2013 video game for the PlayStation. Um, The series is set in the 2023 after a global pandemic. Um, It does a a lot of damage. It's it's caused by a mass fungal infection, which is kind of an interesting slant on the the whole uh, post-apocalyptic thing. I know. It does does lend itself to a lot of like gross... uh, costume design and that sort of stuff which is part of the i think the fun of the show but um it's uh stars everyone's favorite man in the whole world pedro pascal um the the other main character in it is bella ramsey who i think you would know from game of thrones um i'm not sure what else she's in but she was uh the little girl and one of the girls in game of thrones and she's she's quite good in it um and um yeah we're well, isn't she like a lady of one of the the houses like she's like a she's like a powerful lord girl in game of thrones she's not just like a little girl in game of thrones right she's yeah she plays like a yes she plays the head of some household in, in game of thrones yeah she's she's very good in game of thrones and she's she's uh she i think is about 19 and she's playing a 14 year old in the last of us and she's got kind of that eternal eternally young look to her so she like can pass for a 14 year old which is i assume why they cast her because i assume they're gonna make multiple seasons of this and they don't want her getting honestly she looks younger than that yeah she does yeah. yeah um but she's quite good and uh the one of the creators of the video game is is um very involved in it uh i think it's a uh, neil Druckmann who was one of the creators of the video game he's on as one of the showrunners so i think that's um that's been a good move because the show really has. Uh, have either one of you watched it? I have not. You haven't watched it, Chris. I have not watched it. Um, Why? I, actually, you know, I had two questions for you on that. Um, Me? One is yes for you. For you, the, the reasons that I've kind of held back, other than the length of the show, which oh. episodes are like over an hour long, and not all just, of them. Well, they range from forty minutes to eighty minutes. All right. you have well, eighty the, minutes. The bigger questions I had was one, I. 
like I stuck with Walking Dead for like the first four seasons, four or five seasons. And then I was like, I feel horrible about myself and my world. And I'm just going to stop doing this. Um, And I'm curious how another zombie show, like, is it the same thing? Am I, am I just going to hate the world? Like when I'm done with every episode or is there something more to that? And then my second question, I've never played the video game. And do I need to play the video game to understand what's going on or why something is important? No, I know because what they've really done is because uh, I, I play the video game when it came out again almost a decade ago now, um, and and it's the showrunners, the creators talked about this a lot uh, that they basically were like took the game and as they were then making the show anything that they anything to them that seemed like there was an opportunity to make better they they did so um, there's the scene in the first episode or there's a sequence in the first episode where something's happening and just to avoid spoilers, something's happening and they replace, um, they kind of change the timing of it as related as it happened in the video game. It's kind of happening a bit earlier in the show and it happens with, you know, and again, like, well, so what you're saying, like you're, like you asked about, uh, um, uh, walking dead, it, it does scratch a lot of the same itches. I mean, basically that, there's not a lot of good people in the world at this point, and it's there's a lot of downs. I mean, there's some like really warm moments in the show, but it's a lot of of down moments, you know, and a lot of feel bad moments. But that's that's kind of the show, right? But there's again, again, but just not backing up. There's a sequence in the game where there's a lot of violence perpetrated on a group of men, um, just regular guys who are kind of raiders or bandits or something, and they change that in the first episode to be these like zombie things um and there was a choice for that and and the creator said well they actually then after they did that they actually were a lot happier with it and there's another episode a little further in the season where they again they take one of the plot lines and they they changed it considerably um in a way to give you kind of a different view of this kind of world um and so so far that all seems to have played out really well like yeah you don't need any knowledge of the game to um to enjoy it it's it just really stands up on its own it's a, you know it's a good story and again i think some of the stuff that was some of it feels a little video gamey but but only in that if you were aware familiar with the game you might be like oh that's kind of how the game the game plays out but if you again but you don't need to know any of that to see it and enjoy it and again pedro pascal's really good um bella ramsey's really good uh and special effects the costume design the whole world they've kind of created is really impressive i mean they're really hbo uh, the, i you know it must be their biggest budget show outside of the, the uh, house of the dragon because it's pretty impressive um you know the production work like they're obviously putting a lot of resources into it they think this is going to be a big hit and, and i think the the ratings have, have bared that out so um but yeah it, it's really good we're as we're recording this we're about halfway through the first season and um so far, so good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth checking out. Again, if you're like, you know, if you turn if you turned off Walking Dead because you were like, oh, this is too grim, um, this might not be the show for you because it's pretty grim. I mean, um, you know, obviously we're at the... 
It wasn't the violence on Walking Dead. It wasn't that, oh, this show is gross and dark. It was that the worldview of the show was that people will never improve. We're just going to keep killing each other and ourselves. We're, and Right. We're just going to keep making the same mistakes over yeah. and over again. And I, and I think there's a le- there's less of that in in Walking the Walking Dead. Sorry, in the Last of Us story. But it's still not like a very like I. I wouldn't say it's still, it's not a very hopeful story. I mean, again, it's fascist, like a fascist pseudo government and bandits and raiders and people turning into these like fungally infected zombies. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just pretty, it's a pretty grim place. So what you, you know. just described sounds a lot like the 1980s video game adaptation, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> It's pretty, yeah. It's the the resemblance is striking, um, and Pedro Pascal is kind of playing just like a, a Mario, Super Mario um, type character at this. Okay, and, can uh, I say one thing about Pedro Pascal? I, I'd love it. So I haven't watched the show. It's on my list. Um, like Chris, I look at it and I say, "Oh, the episodes are so long," but I think I'm going to watch it in the mornings while I walk on my like walking pad before work. Um, sorry, I just got a text message. I hope that didn't come through like the ping. No. Okay, good. Um, and that is, so I listened to Bowen Yang's podcast with Matt Rogers. It's called Las Culturistas. And Bowen Yang was talking about Pedro Pascal being on SNL and how the entire cast was in love with him. And he was like, it's always kind of that way when these heartthrobs come on because they're very like charming and good looking. And he was like, kind of talking about how Pedro Pascal was like you were powerless against his like charm and that he really is like everything that you would hope he would be and then he is talking about his laugh and he said Pedro Pascal he's like he has this laugh and it's like God laughing at his own creation which I thought was so funny which I was like funny description that (laughs) reminds um, me have you ever heard Nick Offerman's laugh? I know he's also in an episode on this, but that's so, okay. So just based on that, like my husband, I was like, I'm not going to watch it. My husband was so excited about it. And I had very similar, I abandoned walking dead long ago. And after episode three, which is the one that I know Nick Offerman is in, um, no spoils, but uh, Chris was like, my husband was like, you have to watch it. It, it, you're going to love it. It's so good. Like it's a T it's going to be like a TV, uh, you know, touchstone. You need to watch it. So. Yeah. I guess, I guess I will say, cause that episode and, um, and it's, that's kind of like theme of like, well, yeah, you you just like find happiness where you can like find it, you know, um, and like make, make a happy life where you could make a happy life kind of, it's like, it's kind of, isn't that all what we're trying to do, Matt? Right. Exactly. I mean, that's why we're here right now. That's right. Isn't that right. Just, exactly. it? just trying to make ourselves happy. But My yeah, kids are crying I, yeah. downstairs. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, happy. Ah, Finding exactly. my moments where I can get them. Yeah. No. Well, thanks, Matt. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm back. You're I'm welcome. Tune in. Gosh, of course. <laughs> I, I'm curious about this show. I, I will give it a little. And it was the Nick, everyone's reaction to the Nick Offerman episode made me think, uh, maybe I should check this one out. Yeah. Right, maybe yeah, it has a little heart. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, there's more to it than just like, sneaking up on another zombie for you know 10 episodes like there it's there's a lot more depth to it than that which i think is what is gonna make it a a a good show a memorable show show worth watching 
but to follow up, if you haven't heard Nick Offerman's real life laugh, you, you need to Google that. It is he he's you know, he's known as being this like really, you know, manly man type guy. And his laugh is like <laughs> 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 it's so good. It's it's. Like, I've heard about. I heard about like Conan's podcast or something. He would laugh, and every oh, time he would laugh, it was my like, gosh, that's really funny. I'm so glad you did an impression this episode. I, just, <laughs> I was telling Matt um, that we had Matt and I saw each other last night at um, a party that we were both invited to, and um, I said, I hope Chris does impressions. They're my favorite. Uh, here we are. They're not as great as Matt's Kermit the Frog impression, which I hope we can. Well, that was really what bore the. That's what started the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was doing a Kermit voice, but yeah, we'll see if we'll see if I break it out this episode. We might have to wait okay. until a future episode to draw people yeah, in. Stay tuned. Well, that is the Last of Us on HBO Max. Uh, actually, on HBO and also on HBO Max. So why don't you take the next one? I'm really excited to talk about the ones you have. Me? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah none of the other Beth, but... <laughs> Our fourth um, secret host. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I... My favorite thing lately is not a show, but two movies that I saw. I watched these movies two days apart from each other, and I would not recommend that. And I also did it in the depths of the dreariest point in January, which I also wouldn't recommend. But... I watched The Menu, um, starring Ralph Fiennes, and I watched Banshees of Inishire, which is a Best Picture nominee. I think three of the actors are nominated for, like, Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor from that movie. Three people. And, you know, both of these movies were... I loved so much in different ways, but both made me feel terrible. And I felt like they were just so dark and um, like funny, but so dark. I could like feel it in my guts. Um, Have either of you seen either of these movies? I have seen both of them. Um, Oh, thank goodness. I I have seen both of them. Um, I enjoyed the menu quite a bit. I I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I I thought it was, really fun little horror movie um banshees of Sharon is was my number my pick for my second favorite movie of last year i i adore that movie wow um yeah yeah it was i, I haven't seen either so i'm gonna have to take your word for that they're so different that they, they they are very different because the menu is kind of this dark comedy slash horror it's very campy yeah like- is yeah. it okay? Interesting. And Matt, I really... think you would love the menu because you're kind I of a too. foodie. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. And and the food in this movie looks fantastic. It um, is. And it's really like if you've watched any of those shows like Chef's Table, where yep. they will say, um, you know, the screen goes black and then there's just like the the italic script on the screen that says like quail eggs over, blah, blah, blah. They will yeah. they do that. They they use those tropes in the in the horror movie like for uh-huh. each course and nice. it's very cute it's very funny and it makes people that are really into food seem very silly which like wow ouch. i did i did feel kind of attacked um <laughs> and my husband watches all of those shows and like top chef and all that kind of stuff yeah. so it's just kind of funny it's campy um uh-huh. there's a lot of like familiar faces in it um oh the girl from the the um, chess show that was really popular. She's like the main girl in it. You know that um, 
Chris, do you know what I'm talking about? I it was know like, who you're Taylor talking Joy? about. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. From oh, Split. Yeah. 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 She's like, yeah, she's in it. She's really good. But okay. So it also just made me feel kind of icky because it's it is, I don't know, the um the cultural like subtext of the show is like kind of gross and um and I, anyways you'll or the movie you, you'd have to check it out but i do highly recommend it lots of fun but it, um gave me a little of a stomach ache and then it's really okay. like service workers strike back the movie yeah yeah okay yes. i like that i can get it on that yeah um and but banshees of Inishire. so i love like one of my favorite movies of all time is um Oh my gosh, how am I being so embarrassing right now? In Bruges, thank it? you. Yeah. It is in Bruges. Um, and that is also starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, who are also the stars of Banshees. And when I was hearing the press about Banshees, when it was like making the circuit at all the festivals, it was like, picture of the year, best actors, both of these guys are getting all the awards. This is their moment. This is like them finally getting their dues like they're both incredible this is like the movie and then I didn't want to watch it because I thought I would be disappointed um because I really really loved them in Bruges and uh I love Brendan Gleeson in 28 Days Later which is another one of my favorites Mm -hmm. and um but the movie was so the acting in it is so good it is I don't know how it can be so good and so weird and so haunting and so um, poignant about friendship. I just can't like wrap my brain around it. Like I don't even know how to process it. Wow. It is. I saw this. So I I did a double feature a few months back where I had like a day, a rare day off in the middle of the week. And I dropped the kids at the bus stop and I went to go see like a nine o'clock in the morning show of Banshees of Inisherin. And then I went across the hall and saw Tar right after. And um, yeah, which is a really heady day at the movies. But um, like I, I I walked out and Banshees of Inisherin was my my favorite movie that day. And it is my, uh, my fellow critic, Perry, described it perfectly when he he called it a very Irish movie because it is very sad and very funny often in the same beat like it is it has the funniest dialogue I've heard all year um but it's also so sad it is like Colin Farrell is just heartbreaking in it just he's so sweet and so and um you know it, it really is like funny but devastating and really about not just friendship but depression mm-hmm. and trying to you know the trying to secure a legacy for yourself and whether that means anything and then the harm that comes when we won't let other people be or consider other people's feelings and how that can like destroy communities it's it's bleak and yet then it has lines like one guy finding a stick with a hook on it and they're like well what are you gonna do with that well i don't know i reckon i will uh hook things that are a stick length away and <laughs> it, it, it's and barry keegan is so good in it too um i think there were four people nominated for oh Oscars. uh colin farrell brennan gleason 
Barry Keegan was nominated, and then Carrie Condon, who plays Colin Farrell's sister, was also nominated. Oh, I did not realize she was nominated. She was also very, very good. Yeah. Her yeah, role is like, yes, just that idea that you can't, um, you just, you can't like stay stuck or or let other people's happiness, you know, control your life. And there's really so many themes going on all at the same time it's really beautiful yeah and, it's a good it, movie it's also so sad and the end like the ending scene is just like my brain I can't it's just so it's so sad and so good and I just want to hug Colin Farrell and it's all just I don't know Matt you absolutely you and Sarah have to watch it like so good I don't know. We'll see. It's really good. Oh and my I... gosh. It's free on HBO <laughs> right now. <laughs> I know. I should watch it. There's no excuse. Both the menu and uh, Banshees are on HBO Max. So I was going to say that I watched them both on HBO Max or HBO. I don't know. Are th- Those are two different things. Are you, Are we saying like HBO and HBO Max? Are, are HBO different? is the uh, the station the, and then the HBO channel. Max is kind of where oh. it collects everything from there. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. So I watched it on HBO Max because we don't have cable television. But um, yeah, uh, and um, Last of Us is on there too. So really yeah. HBO just knocking it out of the park. Say, uh, I'd I'd rather us. just watch the uh, the phone booth with uh, Colin Farrell. Okay, can we just? Why do you have to bring up like the one movie that I, he's obviously terrible in? And this it was a good movie. I like phone, booth. I, I like phone, phone booth quite a bit. Oh, I thought you were picking on it. Okay, Why would I, I pick on the phone booth? I did not love phone booth, but here's my favorite thing about Colin Farrell. It seems like Hollywood was trying to make him like this heartthrob, very action hero guy. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah. like, actually, I'm going to go do the lobster and you all can go shove it. Like, which the lobster also like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> he had the best year out of any actor I can remember in, in recent years last year. Cause he did, he did this, which I think is his best performance ever. Maybe. Um, he was in the Batman and he's like having a ton of fun in that. And then he did another movie that was actually my number three movie last year. Uh, have either of you seen after Yang? No. Oh, no, no but I'm aware of it. it. After yeah. Yang is fantastic. It's this, uh, really quiet little sci-fi movie where he's this dad who has to get their family's Android person, not phone fixed. Um, and it, it's oh really my gosh, good. Chris! I'm loving. I can't wait to watch this. I didn't it's even really know it good. existed. Yeah, yeah, oh it, it is fantastic. Um, yeah, he had a good but year, and he was even in some Ron Howard movie. No, I haven't seen the Lobster. Oh, Chris, it's so it's so good. It's so I, I need to see the Lobster. Where yeah, is it so streaming? Good. Um, Rachel Weiss is in it too as his like opposite, and um, it's so good. Hey, the lobster is also on HBO Max. Apparently, really? so, guys, yeah. this is freaking wild. <laughs> they got rid of Westworld, but they have everything we're talking about. So, um. Great. Anyways, I just love that. He, I feel like he rejected that whole idea that Hollywood had in mind for him, and like went his own path. And he is just like weird and charming when he could have been just like a douchey action hero very mm-hmm. easily. I think and be you know super successful that way too, but. Yeah, yeah, he he's good. He he stopped being a movie star and started being an actor, and I I really Ooh, like that about well him. Well said. 
So that is Banshees of Sharon and the menu, both of which are on HBO Max. Um, let's let's pause and thank our sponsor for this episode, HBO Max. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I got a laugh on that one. But <laughs> um, so I am going to talk about something that actually is not on HBO Max. Uh, it is actually on everyone's favorite streaming platform, Peacock. Um, you guys love Peacock? I have Peacock, and we use it all the time. Do you really? So I don't know. I'm oh starting God. to use it more. I don't more. think I've ever watched anything on Peacock. I'm yeah, starting Peacock. to watch more. I, I really liked Girls 5 Eva, which was on it, but now it's moving to Netflix. Um, Sick is a really good little horror movie on there that they just did. Halty Goldman's really good. But what I want to talk about is the Natasha Leone series, Poker Face. Have either of you seen this yet? No, I have not watched it. <laughs> Again, running theme of the show. I don't obviously watch good stuff. Uh, I'm aware um, of it, but I've not seen it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nat. No, I, I'm done. Go. I sorry. Okay, so I have not watched it, but my very dear and trusted friend, also known as Wife of Matt Sarah, um, she yeah. likes it a lot. She started watching it. So she I, was selling I, me on I, it last night. I, I got to pause you there for a second. I told her about the show, and then she watched the first episode without me. So what do you think about oh, that news? Oh and boy. I think I told well, you about that show. Oh, my and gosh. So trans- true. That is true. Um, <laughs> so, so really, Chris got Sarah to watch This the is show. your fault. Yeah. It, oh no, my it's, it's a you're welcome. It's a you're oh. welcome thing because Poker Face is incredible. Um, this stars Natasha Leone is Charlie. She is a woman who has a gift where she can look at a person and tell whether they're lying. Uh, that kind of gets her into trouble in Vegas. So the show is her kind of on the run across the world or across the country. And everywhere she goes, there ends up being a murder. And she gets involved. She doesn't really, like, we see the murder committed in the first 20 episodes. Or, for, God, first 20 minutes. Uh, we see the murder committed. We know who did it. We know why they did it. And then it kind of reveals where Charlie was at at that point, And she starts talking to people, putting things together solves the mystery it kind of catches the people in their lives then moves on the next episode kind of repeats it um it's really refreshing to see a show where they actually wrap up a story in an hour um tv used to do this all the time that's right we were just talking about this like it's a monster of the week not a monster of the week but like a case of the week or whatever which they don't do anymore it's my favorite yeah it's it's so comforting to, to sit down and be like I'm going to watch this show. I'm going to get a complete story out of it. I'm going to move on. Um, I don't necessarily have to watch it all in order. I, I mean, the show does move along. There is like a kind of backstory that comes back every once in a while, but it's maybe five minutes each episode that they, they deal with that. Um, but it's fun. It, it, it was created by Ryan Johnson, who did Knives Out and Glass Onion, which I love. Um, because it moves around, they can get all these guest stars in there. And so there's Adrian Brody's in the first episode. He's a lot of fun. Uh, Lil Rel Howery is in an episode that takes place in Texas, where there's also a dog who only listens to right wing radio that that is played for a lot of laughs. Um, I think Judith Light shows up, who is also in the menu. Um, and who else? I, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt comes in at one point. But it's fun. It's, wow. it's a reminder that, you know, TV used to come in, have these little tricks tell a fun little mystery and then get out of there and it, it's funny and fun and yeah, Natasha Leone is great 
it sounds like it's not going to give me a stomach ache, which I just love that idea <laughs> that I can just turn on a show. Um, I feel like everything's so heavy and like um, serious and, yeah. uh, you know, I cannot wait. I, I absolutely am going to watch an episode tonight. Absolutely. Um, I also, this, this kind of rings um, Tim Roth's lie to me. Did either of you watch that show? I love Tim Roth. No, I'm aware of no. that. Was that a similar, it's was a similar premise? Yes, it's the same thing. He can tell when people are lying by like all their, you know, it'll be like, he's interviewing someone. He's like a, he's like, um, of course, like an alcoholic, like washed up detective. And then he, of but of course, like he can tell when people are lying and they'll like zoom in on their like. Oh, it's body language stuff. Like, he's lying. I got him. <laughs> Yes, and it'll zoom in on their eyes, and the eyes will like dart to the right, and he'll, you know, like it's it's like something. Like Anyways, I used to love that show. Then you might um, like this a lot. Uh, yeah. it, it's fun. It doesn't quite do that. It's more they'll say something we know they're lying because we we've seen the truth play out, and Natasha Leon will just be like bullshit and kind of catch him in that. It is fun though. It's not heavy, even though it deals with murder, which is like the literal worst thing you can do to a person. Uh, it, it's it's actually a very fun and funny show. I mean, other than all the murder, other than the murder, no, there's no funny murders. Like you know, you can have a piano fall on you or something. Like that's that's goofy. Well, yeah, yeah it's part- good. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it, Chris. You, it is good. Me. You should watch it with your wife. No. <laughs> Do, do you watch a lot of shows? Do, I, here's a question. It's something my wife and I were talking about this week. Do you guys watch a lot of shows with your spouses or do you kind of all have your own shows? We watch everything together. So it makes it really hard to like get through. We watch most everything together, I would say. There's very few things that I like watch on my own because I'm like, well, I know she'd want to watch this. So I don't watch it. But it has created kind of a log jam in certain like uh in certain ways like shows that i like we just don't you know we don't have time to watch all this prestige tv like so i'm like two seasons behind on better call saul and uh the list goes on and on i won't go through them all but but yes we i generally don't watch that kind of stuff by myself and maybe i should because she's doing it obviously that's what about you so i don't know i think there's a i think it's a difference between newlyweds and like decade weds you might um, be right yeah, so I mean, I'm coming up on it. We're coming up on our nine-year anniversary uh, in a couple weeks, but um, we will start a show together that we both want to watch, and a lot of times Chris will want to keep watching it, and I'll say, you know, this isn't really, and I'll say, like, go on without me, like, like I'll, I'll, I'll do something else if there's something we both want to watch. But I do watch, you know, we could, we definitely have our own things going on. Like Chris has been watching The Last of Us every Sunday at nine o'clock or whenever it's on, he's like obsessed with it. Um, but then we will also watch like, um, you know, what's the one with the, the charming SNL guy in the soccer and on Apple TV. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yes. But like, we'll watch, we'll watch some stuff together. Like um, I'll watch Poker Face by myself for sure. And then we'll definitely watch that Colin Farrell mo- movie together for sure, because he likes sci-fi. So, you know, we definitely have our own interests, but we do intersect. What about we you? We don't Chris? watch anything together. We we well, you know, we have a few shows. Really? Um, like we we'll do like what we do in the shadows is one we like to watch together. Um, it, usually it's comedies because we you know when we have the few that hours where we can. Show? Oh, it's so good! It is the funniest what show on it? TV. Really? Oh, it is so. Have you seen the movie? 
No. Oh, yeah, movie's okay. great. Movie's yeah, really the movie's good. fantastic. Wow. Um, but I might even like the TV show better. It's it's like the real I've world with vampires. Things, oh, but I imagined it was for like teenage girls. No, that, um, no, it is so <laughs> funny. It oh, is also. Know. It's also maybe the filthiest show on TV. Oh, it is, wow. It, okay. It, 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 we, so we'll watch that. Um, I feel like we got to get through Only Murders in the Building. Um, but then there's like, Kelly likes to watch shows. She loves to binge shows. So she can sit for hours and watch TV. And I kind of watch two episodes and I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm just going to take a break and move on to the next thing. Um, and she's also probably more into like the fantasy shows, the British dramas, so we tried to watch Lord of the Rings and I liked it, but she, you know, wanna, you know, she wants to keep going, get through it. And I'm like, I can't summon up the stamina to watch a 90 minute episode of this show every week. So I'm still only like four episodes through it. Um, you know, she, she's probably not going to be into the better call Saul's and the, uh, you know, I feel like she'd like poker face, but we, we kind of have different tastes on TV shows, but we were talking about that recently. Like, well, we don't watch TV together much, but so maybe we'll find a few shows. Yeah. We certainly like watching TV together. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't My know. husband and I both work from home and I go into the office once or twice a week, but we both work from home most of the time. And so we're just kind of like, seeing each other all day you know and it's it's just not like it's not like the only time we spend together would be that time so it's like eh, I don't think there's a lot of urgency to be like let's find a show that we can both watch yeah, let's do this too yeah right and I sometimes just have more fun like what do you want tell me about what you're watching I'm probably not going to watch it but I want to hear what you like about it and yeah I do the same thing yeah it's nice or, or, or usually with me it's oh man I was watching this show it's so funny you would hate it but <laughs> you know, just knowing that it's it's ultra violent or ultra crude or something, and she's she's not gonna sit with me on that. But I am trying to watch, convince her to watch Kunk on Earth with me, which is very funny. Oh my gosh! Um, I just heard about this last night when I was scrolling Instagram before bed. So funny! Yes, kind of really? having a little blow up. I feel like I'm seeing it a lot more places too. Uh, well, now that our phones have all heard us talk about it, stay tuned for all of the well, targeted there you go. Uh, content. <laughs> Oh, should we do the thing we we're looking forward to? That we I was thinking about yet? that. I totally forgot yeah. that was a part of the show um, until I was like, it's always ready kind to of like a list. quick thing. Yeah. 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 I, I think we can do that. Beth, let's start with you since you brought it yeah. up. What are you looking oh, forward sure, to? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, what am I looking forward to in the next month? So, well, in besides, March. Ca- yeah, besides February, catching March. up on these couple things that we talked about, like, I'm definitely going to start watching Poker Face. I'm going to watch that Colin Farrell movie. I am reading this. Um, Japanese manga called Demon <laughs> Hunters or Demon Slayers. Demon Slayers. And Demon Slayers. I know. Um, and I can read one whole book in like 45 minutes because just the way that they read, you know, they're not a lot of dialogue, but it is like popcorn for my brain and just like really what I'm into right now. It's very silly. Um, my husband recently was like, I think you're turning into like a 19 year old boy because <laughs> that's kind of like the stuff I'm into um, lately. But uh, so I, I just bought books two and three. So I'm going to read those and um, I'm just going to like keep plowing forward. I think there's like 25 books, but I'm really liking it. Um, I like, you know, the, the like Japanese 
like animation in it or the the art is really cool and just like the story and it's about a brother and a sister and yeah i love it so good very cool matt what about you um i'm oddly looking forward to and actually i don't know the timing on this the it comes out it comes out uh in mid-february so the timing on this might not be great but i'm I'm actually looking forward to the new ant-man movie um i'm kind of like i've been kind of burnt out on marvel in the last couple years but um i do like paul rudd enough that i'm like kind of excited about ant-man i i think the only marvel movie i've seen in the theaters the last few years was uh spider-man um, didn't really have a ton of interest in seeing most of the other stuff for some reason. Did you but see this... the Doctor Strange one with the the mm. multiverse of madness or whatever? No, I saw that at home. Um, yeah, the last years I'm... were not that good. Yeah, I mean, I know uh, Black Panther was kind of a mess based on what I'd read, and um, you know, then going back to like Black Widow, that was kind of blah and. Yeah, so I think, and I'm not sure if Ant-Man's going to be any good. I don't, I haven't seen any early reviews, and it's very easy for that to be a mess too. But I, I do like Paul Rudd enough that I'm like willing to, I don't know, put up with that and go see it in theaters. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. That's a, that's am, that's a that's a coming up quick. I am seeing that on Wednesday night, actually. Oh, oh my no. gosh! Yes, wow. yes, going to a screening on Wednesday night, and. Uh, nice. Matt, that would usually have been one where I was like, Matt, you want to come with me? But uh, yeah. I have an 11 year old son now, and he uh, he, oh, he gets to go. He, oh, I guess your 11 year old son is more important <laughs> to you than I am. No, no. <laughs> How dare so, you? so yeah, it, it, it's fun. He uh, gets to go back and you know tell all his little school friends the spoilers and stuff like that. That's too. really sweet. Um, yeah. what a cool yeah. hookup to have, like as a dad. It's like, it's the only thing I, I I can do that amazes him. It's it's <laughs> like the, the only <laughs> the only thing yeah. you're bringing to the table. Yeah, yeah. Dad sees movies early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't understand anything about football, and I have to explain it to him. <laughs> that's that's him having to explain it to me. Oh, like to you, yeah, I yeah, say yeah. Like football to no. no, he's obsessed with football and. I understand nothing about it. Um, yeah, I'm so looking forward funny. to that. Too. Uh, I'm just kind of looking forward to it. It sounds like March is like between February and March is just a crazy movie month that I'm really looking forward to. Like there's, I think between now and maybe the time we record next, maybe a little after, but there's, there's like Ant-Man, Cocaine Bear, which I'm very curious about. Creed 3, Scream 6, uh, Shazam two, uh, John Wick four. <laughs> like, there's there's oh. just a ton of movies coming out in the next month that I'm really excited about. Wait, John Wick four comes out next month? Comes out my anniversary weekend. Oh, okay, good. I know that weekend. Oh, that shut weekend. up! It's on a mug. <laughs> you have a mug with my anniversary weekend on there, and probably a Bible with the date inscribed on it. I don't know. It's true. Oh I did stand up on your wedding. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to be able to go see John Wick because I think we're going to Hocking Hills to go hiking. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I tried to convince Kelly to go see John Wick. Four, go see John Wick. I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <go>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to celebrate your love. I think it is. I think it is. Well, guys, this was fun. This was uh, we did it. We still have the uh, muscles to do this. Wow. I mean, not my best flow, I'll admit, but you know what? I do feel back in the saddle. I feel you were great. You were great. You're both great. You were so good, Beth. Chris, you're such a good host. Yeah, Chris, honestly, you can tell you're just an old hat at this now. You've left us in the dust. You're so talented. It is my spiritual gift uh, is to to host podcasts. Um, 
apparently. And now I have nothing else to say. Um, So so we used to end this show with where can you find us online? Are either of you on Twitter or Facebook anymore? No. No. No, I was on Twitter for a long time, but no, I'm off. I'm off Twitter, so I don't, I don't really have anybody. Are you send like off anywhere. Twitter, or you just don't go on Twitter, or did you I'm close your Twitter? Twitter? <gasps> because of the because of the Elon Musk stuff, or just because? Uh, it just wasn't a space I wanted to spend my time anymore. Oh, okay. It's I not a space I want to spend my time, but I'm there. Mm-hmm, Wait, mm-hmm. Get off. It's um, then. How would I know what's going on in the world, Matt? Ended in the real world. Read a newspaper. Plus, maybe maybe being online that much on Twitter, I will get a discount on a Cybertruck one day. And uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So, so you guys have TikTok, Instagram. Uh, Matt, you are on Instagram. Yeah, but they don't need to see pictures of me and my dogs and my <laughs> wife going out to dinner and all that. Well, you can I, find I'm Matt. Sure everyone who listens is lovely, is a lovely person, but you can just find me here on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's fair. That's fair. Well, we will do this again in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll start a TikTok element. I don't know. Beth, are you on TikTok? Uh, I am not. I mean, I am, but like, I'm not. Like, don't look for me there. I just go on there and waste my time. You know what I mean? But I don't. I don't. I don't post on it. But yeah, I'm cool. I'm very youthful. Um, if you can't tell, I'm connected with. The youngs and what they're up to. Youth culture. So. I'm with <laughs> yeah. it. I'm hip. <laughs> I'm definitely hip. <laughs> yeah, quoting uh, Austin Powers one is a good way to <laughs> tell people that you are hip. Yeah. With. Um, there were there were young people at uh, this part at this uh, bar we were at last night, and I said, "Guys, guys, tell me how to say how do you say less properly?" <laughs> do you know that the kids kids say say less? And I said, "What does that mean when they say that?" So that also made me look super young and cool. I have oh. never heard that phrase. I've never heard that. Oh, either. I have, but I, um, I, I, uh, you say it when um, someone's talking and you agree with them, and you're like, you can stop talking. Like I agree. Say I agree less. With you. Oh, like, okay. I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. Okay. Say less. Okay. Okay. So, like in this case, then I, then I would say, "Oh, that's a bussin'," respectfully. Or, uh, <laughs> I I, I'm good. just catching up with Yeet. So. <laughs> wow you're way behind yeah as we're trying to close out this show i think we should say less perhaps um yeah uh, well said Beth. well said Beth. <laughs> say less we'll see you next month okay, okay yep thanks guys bye thanks bye